This episode is brought to you by Kitcaster. Kitcaster books you on top podcasts. How do funded startup founders attract prospects and talent? Podcast interviews. How do entrepreneurs with exits find new deals? Podcast interviews. How do C-suite execs differentiate in crowded markets? Podcast interviews. Kitcaster books you on top podcasts. Click the link in the show notes for a special offer. Celebrate good conversation. I'm Mandy, and this is the Dream Big and Kick-Ass podcast. If you want encouragement, inspiration, support, empowerment, then join me as we talk about real-life stories of finding and following your purpose, overcoming adversity, and living out your dreams. If you believe life's too short to be caught up in insecurities, fear, and feeling defeated, then let's hang out in the Dream Big and Kick-Ass podcast. Welcome to episode one. Today, I'll be interviewing a friend and one of my former middle school teacher colleagues, Jessica Thornton. She'll be sharing about her side hustle called The Wild Thimble and about who inspires her. So take a listen to my interview with Jessica. now with my friend Jessica. We used to work together. We used to teach together. And I'm really excited that she's with us today. And she's going to tell us a little bit about herself and a little bit about her side gig that she started up. Um, Take it away, Jessica. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello. My name is Jessica. As Mandy said, I am a teacher. I teach sixth grade math, which for most people that is always a face of a sour face that I get, but I love it. Sixth grade math is my jam. I am a new homeowner. I just bought a house back in April. So all the new homeowner things, I have learned a lot with projects going on at my house, which is a little bit older, but still fun. I like to think of myself as a DIYer. I do a lot of crafts, Pinterest. Pinterest is my best friend. I do DIY projects and why I have started my own side hustle slash small business with my mother. I am an adventurer of sorts. I like to explore things and do new things and find new places to visit. And I am an organizer. I always like to say that if I wasn't a teacher, I would want to be a professional organizer. Oh, I, I need your services. Like having now. all the having all the things in their places, which some people find kind of weird, but I'm like, everything has a place. It needs to go here. <laughs> I, I believe that. I totally concur with that. However, I have difficulty making that happen in my life. So I, I guess, would be, if you ever go ahead and do decide to do that business, let me know. Cause I can, maybe, I can maybe that's you my second side hustle. Yes. <laughs> okay. So your current side hustle then, what's the name of your side hustle? Um, the name of it is called the wild thimble. I um, love that. yes, it was something, it was something my mom actually started and I kind of joined in. She likes to sew so that that's where the thimble comes from. But the wild thimble we thought kind of had a country feel. Um, we do mostly, I guess if you want to say made in Oklahoma type things, we do a lot of handcrafted items. So I do coasters, coasters. Um, it was something that we kind of 
my mom had found on Pinterest and sent it to me. And she was like, oh, look, this would be cool. So we kind of got the stuff to like make them. And then it was something that I liked. And it was something that, oh, these would make cool gifts. Um, I think you guys got some a couple of years ago for Christmas in a like, gift bag. Was that last year? I think that was last year. Not this I wasn't there last year. I didn't I don't, get any. No, not this last year, but the year before. I don't remember. Oh. But something just kind of, it kind of took off um, and made its own thing. And it's just fun because I, like I said, I'm kind of a creator and a DIYer. So I really like making new designs and doing things. And then the other part of the business, which I kind of do, but it's mostly my mom is like household goods and baby items. So she loves to sew and do embroidery. So she embroiders tea towels, like the old school, like country flower sack tea towels. She also does some other tea towels and does designs on those. We have some with the state of Oklahoma that are on them. Um, we have, we do a lot of stuff around, we do a lot of craft shows and things around Christmas time. So we have a lot uh-huh. of Christmas designs, um, but she also does burp rags and we come up with our own designs for those for like, we have a lot of OU and OSU since of course we live in Oklahoma, but then we have a lot of just like baby designs and we put those on burp rags and the designs are embroidered on there with ribbon. They're kind of a cool, everybody. She actually got started with that when we lived in Enid, she did some for friends and then they kind of took off and she's kind of done that ever since kind of like the coasters. I made some for me and then I kind of gave some to some people and then they kind of took off from there. So sweet. I like it. Um, so you mommies out there all all of you people who need some uh baby gifts then you guys gotta hit her up tell us the what is the what's your why what is your main reason that you started this business it was mostly just out of i don't want to say dumb luck because that's not really right but it was kind of just mostly out of i guess demand sort of thing um like i said my mom she started she originally started it when she made some baby bibs for some friends and was kind of getting into that and then For me, it was just a project that I started for myself. Like I was just going to make some coasters and I might tell you that they're travertine, they're tile coasters. So they're the good kind that absorb the water, um, which a lot of people look for. But um, yeah, just it was really just something for fun that turned into something that I liked doing and it made me a little extra cash on the side. So that's never a bad thing. I like it. So it sounds to me like your mom is kind of a vital part of your life and like a big inspiration to you. Talk yes. about that a little bit. Yes. I mean, growing up, we were kind of poor, but my mom, she actually started sewing back in like middle school and she loved it. And she used to sew, I think with my great grandma and then my grandma also used to sew a little bit. So as they, so she kind of grew up sewing and doing projects uh, that involved sewing. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, she used to love she, uh, when I was a kid, she made a lot of my Halloween costumes, uh-huh. which is cool. Cause I still actually, I was going through stuff at my house the other day and she still like, I still have some of them. So she very much is inspiration. She's a hardworking lady, but she also loves what she does as far as sewing and those kinds of things. And that was kind of prevalent growing up. All right. So tell me, tell us what are, what are some of your favorite books or podcasts or videos that you watch? They don't necessarily have to do with your 
your business, but just in general. Um, I'm a, I'm more of a mystery. I'm not really a podcast person. I like, I'm, I'm except very, for this one, except for this one. Yes. This one is the best one. Everybody needs to listen to this one all the time. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just podcasts have kind of been a, yeah, I listen to some on occasion minor. I'm kind of a mystery person. So I've listened to a few podcasts that are kind of like scary stories or like mystery type things that are like sequences. Don't ask me the name of them because I can't think of it right now. <laughs> but as far as like books and things like that, I'm a, I'm definitely a mystery reader. I like, I'm the kind of person, I think that's also my math brain. I'm the kind of person that I like to try to figure out the ending before mm-hmm. you get to the ending and read it and figure out who done it. Who done it? Uh, yes. So like John Grisham, I can't think of the other author right now. Of course you would ask me that. And I'm like, I don't know. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but definitely more of kind of a mystery. And now, um, now Mandy Sawyer's podcast. There we go. Yes. So tell us about what are some big obstacles that you have overcome in your life so far? Ooh. I don't know. Isn't everything an obstacle? Isn't being live during the pandemic an obstacle? (laughs) Or it's like you don't think of it being an obstacle. And then it's like everybody's like, yeah, that's actually an obstacle when they like learn about your real life. I don't know. I think one thing in, I guess, recent years would probably be just the field of teaching. Like there's so much Mm -hmm. and it's especially with the COVID outbreak back in March and having to go fully digital in like a week and a half. And then now trying to do virtual learning, which I know is hard on parents also. So I think like right now we're kind of all at that obstacle of like trying to figure out how school is going to work and doing different things and trying to make sure that everybody has what they need. So that is definitely, I feel like something that is kind of a continual obstacle in life. I don't know. I think right now that's really the only thing I can think of. I've, you know, had other things. Probably the biggest thing I think for everybody right now is like, how do we navigate this? place that we are in right now and how do parents navigate it how do teachers navigate it and the kids it's amazing so, to me how resilient i mean we always say like kids are resilient they bounce back and even though they're more technologically inclined i feel like than than some of their parents or some of us that are a little bit older i still feel like it's i mean it's a struggle for them but i think the kids will probably figure it out before we all do yeah you think they're going to be fine and they're just going to step up to the plate and be able to handle it be able to figure it out i think so i don't know i guess what we'll find out i guess so it's like it's all it's going to be an adventure right Yeah, definitely. (laughs) All right. Tell us what you've learned in your business that would be helpful to the listeners, like what to do, what not to do. If if you started a business similar to what you're doing, what do you think um, would be helpful to know? Definitely listen to kind of what your customers want. I've had a lot of people who have requested things and it's, you know, I have one person that requested, but then I find out later that, you know, other people like it too. But kind of on the flip side, you kind of also have to be careful. Um, because I know like some people are like, Oh, I'd like a whole bunch of these. And then they wind up not wanting them. So it's kind of a give and take. I think it kind of, it kind of also goes with a fad and the trends that are going on. So if you kind of stick, not necessarily say saying you have to be trendy, but kind of sticking with the trends and incorporating those types of things into what you're doing. So like we have, like I said, we have the old school like flower sack tea towels that we do embroidery on, but Mm -hmm. we try to stick with trendy things. So like I know some of the designs that we have now have 
or some of the designs that we're going to have out at Christmas have like gnomes on them. (laughs) Um, So it's like Christmas gnomes and they're like wrapping gifts or like around a Christmas tree and stuff like that. So you like, you kind of mesh like what you're doing for it to be on trend without it actually like. So still um, staying true to your uniqueness of your business and of your ideas and creativity, but still being able to um, appease the the trends a little bit too, because combining all of that. Yes. So cool. Hard, I will tell you, it's hard, but it is doable. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, are you normally are you a morning person, a night owl? What are you? What's I, I am very much nocturnal. I have been ever since I was a, a child. Uh-huh. Um, I'm one of those people that I'm like, I can just sit here and like binge watch Netflix forever until like three in the morning and then go to bed and be fine getting up at 10. But now that I'm going back to school next week, I'm slowly trying to like get up earlier every morning Mm -hmm. so that when my five o'clock alarm clock rolls around next week and I have to get up to go to class, I'm not dead to the world. (laughs) Yes. So then what is your go-to beverage on those mornings where you have to get up? Um, I live close to Sonic, which is real dangerous. <laughs> and before and before I moved, I actually drove by Sonic every morning. So I usually, I go to Sonic and I get a Diet Dr. Pepper with some cherry and vanilla, give it a little mm. extra flavor for the day. Flavor Flav. <laughs> yeah, Flavor Flav. But diet, definitely Diet Dr. Pepper. Not much of a coffee drinker? Not much of a coffee drinker. When I started teaching, that's the reason I started drinking coffee. And other things, but we won't talk about that right now on this on this show. <laughs> I, I think we all can relate to that. Any of any yes. of us. All right. So tell us, give give us one more thing that you would like to leave with your listeners, with our listeners, a, a story, anecdote, a valuable lesson, a word, something that keeps you going, a favorite quote, a joke, anything like that. My favorite quote actually comes from the movie We Bought a Zoo, which if nobody has seen yeah. that. I would highly recommend it. It's a good flick. It's a, it's a good. It's a good flick. It's a good family movie if you need something to watch with the kids. But it's also one of those like feel good movies. It'll probably make you cry. So make sure you have some tissues on because <laughs> there's some crying parts in there. I always have to look it up because I can't ever get the word right. The words right. But it's from Matt Damon plays the head character named Benjamin Me, mm-hmm. and it's literally they bought a zoo. And so when he's talking to his son at one point in the movie, he goes, "You know, sometimes." all you need is 20 seconds of insane courage, just literally 20 seconds of just embarrassing bravery. And I promise you that something great will come of it. So I used to, I always joke with people that I was like a sheltered child. And so it was like, I got out, like went to college and like the real world and figured out that like, it's nothing like I remember when I grew up. And so that quote kind of sticks with me in the fact of like, sometimes you're scared of doing things, but if you just take that step to start it, or if you just take that step to overcome that fear for just a quick 20 seconds or just a quick second, and you actually do it, you'll find that it's either not as scary as you thought it was, or it's one of the best decisions you ever made. That speaks to me so much right now. For and that, sure. after after talking to you and and seeing like what you've done and starting your podcast, I was like that kind of I feel like that would kind of yes. relate to you. Absolutely, it relates to me because this was I've just got I got to a point in my life where I was like I've got to make a change, and if I don't do it now, I don't know if I ever will. You mm-hmm. know, so it was it's, it was a leap of faith. It still is a leap of faith right now, but I'm doing it and just just chugging along every single day just and I'm loving it I'm loving it I'm good learning the things that I'm learning and 
jumping into things that I never thought I would do, such as this podcast. So uh, I, that is a great quote. Thank you for, for bringing that to us today, Jessica. Yes. Tell everybody where they can find you in your business. Look us up on Facebook. We do have a Facebook page. If you just search and type in the wild thimble, you should be able to find it. We should have stuff that we're going to start posting to kind of gear up for what I like to call crafting season, which is like September through December. Yeah. For fall stuff. I saw the fall things. So fall and Christmas. Um, And we also do customizable things. So if you have, I know not everybody that lives in Oklahoma is an OU or an OSU fan. So if there's things that you're wanting, say like a baby gift for a friend that maybe lives in another state or something, we try to customize as best we can. So that's something that we also do too. So is there an email address that you'd like to send anybody to or just the Facebook page? Facebook is probably the easiest way to get a hold of us. That would probably be the easiest Facebook messenger, or you can write directly on the page, either one. All right, then. Well, I am so thankful that you decided to say yes to me when I asked about being on my podcast. And I'm so excited about your business venture and your products sound really neat. And I can't wait to look and see what you've got. Thank you so much, Jessica, for doing this. We will um, sign off for now. We'll see you back next time on the next episode. All right. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you'd like to contact Jessica about getting some customized coasters or creative baby gifts, go to Facebook and search for The Wild Thimble and shoot her a message or leave a comment about what you'd like to order. I'll spell it for you. It's The Wild Thimble, T-H-I-M-B-L-E. In episode two, I'll be interviewing another teacher friend, Kate Schubert, whose side hustle is photography. She's going to tell us why boudoir sessions are so important to her and to her clients. And she's also going, to, also going to share with us some of her health and self-worth challenges and how she's been able to overcome them. If you'd like more information about my vision coaching or my vision board gigs, check out my website at mandysawyer.com. That's mandysawyer, M-A-N-D-Y-S-A-W-Y-E-R.com. Now remember, dream big and kick ass. Thank mm-hmm. you.